Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Here we go once again, the Growing in Grace podcast. I am the Breeze Man, Joel Breezeke, with Mike Kapler, the Cap Band. We're getting together for our weekly talk about God's goodness and grace, His mercy and kindness, and how, you know, when when He's so kind to us and good to us and shows us such forgiveness, we just want to go out and sin and just enjoy all that forgiveness <laughs> that we have. That's really what it's all about. Isn't that right, Cap? <laughs> If you're a new listener, you, you've got to pick up on our humor here, all right? Especially Joel's, because, I mean, his is way out there. It's I realize pretty, it's pretty mine bad. might go over your head a little bit. His will probably go way over your head. Way, way over. That's true. That's true. I'm not a comedian by nature. I try to be, but it fails. But but I think you get it. At least you try to. You, at least you try to act like you do. And I'm thankful for that, Cap. That's very merciful of you. <laughs> You know, there's there's just something about laughter that uh, has been a big part of my life. Even before we, we came on and started recording, you know, my wife was walking past before she was leaving and heard me. This is before we're recording, right? And I, I, I was goofing around with you when, when we were connecting online. And I, I was uh, horsing around with Joel. And my wife looks at me and says, how old are you again? <laughs> like, this is what keeps me young. I mean, you know, I'm just young at heart. And, and yeah, okay, maybe I'm not, I, I mean, I, I am, a, I think, a fairly mature person, but I like to goof around. That's right just, that's, I, that hasn't gone away. I don't know what it is, Joel. No, it's, it's because it's who you are. It has nothing to do with age. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, bodies get older, you know, but Jesus said, become like a child. I'm trying to follow through on that. Yeah, <laughs> child. Yeah, I think we talked about this once, childish versus childlike. <laughs> yes. But a little I'm, bit I'm probably but, somewhere in between. But still, I'm we have fun. I think, I think that's the thing. We have fun. Don't take life too seriously. I mean, yes, it's life. There are serious things that happen in life. You got to deal with things in life. But at the same time, know that, you know, because of this life that we have in Christ and all these wonderful things that he's given to us. And, you know, he said, be of good cheer. He said, you're going to have problems in this world. You're going to have issues and stuff you have to deal with. All of us do. You know, I'm dealing with some stuff right now. I won't get into any of it, but be of good cheer. Why? Because I have overcome the world. You know, this, this place is not our eternal resting place, at least as far as this world system, it's going to pass. And for now, yeah, we deal with hardship and trials and stuff. But if we can, let's laugh a little through it. And let's uh, not let it completely get us down. I don't know. There's a lot more we could say about this. There's a whole other podcast there, too. Yeah, I mean, our circumstances, uh, I've got some myself. Uh, they, 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 don't, they shouldn't entirely dictate uh, how, how we're going to face life. Um, and, and that's why we have this little solace, this place we call the Growing in Grace podcast, where each week you can get together with us for, you know, close to 15 minutes and be reminded of what the truth is, regardless of what's going on around us, right? This, what we're going to be getting into here today is, is a follow-up from last week and a thread from many weeks before that. But I would encourage you, and I, I know we say this a lot, our programs are, are short, and there's a couple of reasons for that. 
number one, people can only retain so much at a time and they're leading busy lives. Some people just don't want to sit through a, a half hour or an hour podcast. And so we've kept ours short. And granted, you've got the advantage here of being able to hit pause, rewind and repeat, unlike what you can do in a church when you're just listening to a sermon. But having said that, I would encourage you to go back and, and maybe pick up on what we started last week in, in Ephesians chapter two. And let's pick up from, from there, Joel, because we were kind of focused a little bit. We went through Ephesians chapter two, the first half of it, and kind of camped out there uh, around Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8, 9, and 10, which are popular verses among many people who have been involved in in Christianity. Uh, And we were pointing out that the works that Paul is talking about here, let's just hit it real quick. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Joel, if this is referring to our works, because, you know, people often think when they read something like this, outside of the context of the gospel and the context of the passage even, people will think of these verses here in terms of commandment keeping, the stone tablets and and, and trying to follow the rules, the mm. do's and the don'ts. But Paul would begin after this to demolish that assumption uh, as he pointed out that Jesus actually tore down the wall of commandments that was keeping Jewish people from righteousness and keeping Gentiles without a covenant at all. It was the commandments. It was the stone tablets that were doing that. Jesus tore that wall down and brought Jew and Gentile together. My point here right now is that if this is about commandment keeping, our works, our efforts, then we would have something to boast about. And the point we made toward the end of last week's podcast is that this isn't about our works. It's about God's work. We are his workmanship. It's about him working in and through us. But we have nothing to boast about. It's not about our efforts uh, and getting closer to God, adding to our righteousness, or or even uh, establishing our salvation or securing our salvation. It's not about any of that. Or if it was, we would have something to boast about. And the only thing we have to boast about, as Paul said somewhere else, is in the cross of of Christ. We have our, our only boasting is in Christ Jesus himself and what he has done for us. Right, yeah, and that's uh, it. Just brings to mind real quickly. We won't get too deep into this, but Philippians two. This might come to some people's minds, where where Paul says, "Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling." But again, verseology or getting stuck on just a few words. He follows that right up with, "For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do for His good pleasure." So. It's not about working for your salvation. It's about God working in you, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. And we participate in that, not to earn salvation, but because we are already saved and because we are his workmanship, just like it says here in Ephesians 2, verse 10. So it's, yeah, it's created in Christ Jesus for good works, but not because of good works, not because of any good works that we've done. We need to emphasize it is the gift of God that Paul says. It is not of yourself. By grace you have been saved through faith, and it's not of works. We can't do one single work that will play any part in saving us. There's nothing that we can do. It's all what, what Christ has done on our behalf, and we simply believe it, and, and we receive 
what he has done. And then we receive all these other wonderful things that he's given us because, you know, Paul said, yeah, indeed, you were once dead in trespasses. You were walking according to the course of this world, the prince of the power of the air, by nature, children of wrath. That's what you were. But now, as we talked about last week, all these wonderful things that because of his great love with which he loved us, he made us alive together with Christ. So we're alive together with Christ, even you right now, you know, even in the depths of some of the stupidest things that we do, we're still alive together with Christ. Paul doesn't want us to focus on the flesh or things like that, but it's we, we've been made alive together with him. He's raised us up together. We sit together with him right now. This is where we're at in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's our reality. And so let's focus on that and let's let's know that that's true about us. Again, yeah, at one time we were without Christ, he says in verse 12. Aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenant of promise, no hope and without God in the world. Yeah, that was a sad situation for us Gentiles. That was pretty sad, not good. But now, in verse 13, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Again, not by your works, not by some good things that you've done. You haven't done anything good that's brought you near to God. It's been by the blood of Jesus. And here we'll get into perhaps what you were talking about too, this middle wall of separation. For he, Jesus Christ, is our peace. He himself is our peace. You know, we don't have peace with God because we've done, we've offered ourselves, or we've done something wonderful. But he himself, Jesus, is our peace, who has made both one, both Jews and Gentiles, and has broken down the middle wall of separation, this thing you were talking about that separated us. What was that? He says, having abolished in his flesh, having abolished in his flesh, the enmity, that is, the law of commandments contained in ordinances. Well, I thought Jesus said he didn't come to abolish the law. Jesus said, I did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. That's right. He couldn't have fulfilled it if he had abolished it. So he had to fulfill it first. But then, this is what Paul is saying happened after Jesus fulfilled the law. It says it was abolished in his flesh, the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, one new man out of Jews and Gentiles, one brand new man from the two, thus making peace, that he might reconcile them both, both Jews and Gentiles, to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. So we have it so good because it's, it's, we're neither Jew nor Gentile. We're not under the law. We don't break the law. We don't keep the law because we have no relationship to the law. But it's all about what Jesus Christ has done. We've been reconciled to God through the cross, uh, not through anything we've done. Yeah, exactly, Joel. I mean, that that's what this whole thing is about. You know, you're, you're in Christ, as a believer in Christ, knowing that your works can't save you you can't you know for years joel i i thought that i was trying to maintain my salvation you know i was trying to do all the right things as much as possible read my bible as much as possible go to church well the the church thing was uh it came along later in life for me but you trying to do all the right things you know get to the prayer meeting get to the bible study uh, just whatever good thing that you could do and bad thing that you could avoid i just thought that was adding to my chances even though i knew that salvation was supposed to be a gift it was as if god had forgiven me up until that moment and then it was up to me to try and you know stay on the straight and narrow 
but the point I wanted to make here is since your works can't save you, as a believer in Christ, they also can't condemn you. You see, mm. it's not about works. It, it, it works both ways. I mean, it, whether it has to do with salvation and good works or condemnation and bad works, they're a non-issue because of the cross of Christ and the blood that was shed and the forgiveness that was provided to us now as an inheritance, as people who have been perfected, who are considered to be identified as blameless and holy and righteous, and we had nothing to do with it. We're just children who were born into it. We were recreated into it. We're new creations. Paul re- referred to that in, in Ephesians uh, 2.10 that we already covered. We were created in Christ Jesus for good works, but it's him working in and through us. Ephesians, or you were in Philippians chapter 2, I was going to say Philippians 1.6, Paul said, I'm being confident of this very thing, that he who, be- he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> that was a big one for me when, in, when I was new in my walk with Christ, even amongst all the legalism that I was being taught that was a haven for me god began a good work in me and he is going to be faithful to complete it i don't know if i could have gotten through my legalistic days if i hadn't had that so uh yeah we got it so good in christ we're forgiven we'll talk about the complete forgiveness that we have in christ next week how we're forgiven not condemned and it's all by the riches of God's grace. That's coming up next week, right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace.